I am getting up here today and I have prepared a word and I have labored over this word and I have given time to this word but it being sat there on the front row I know God has said that's not what I'm to give so I'm getting up on the platform this morning within the last five minutes with a portion of scripture because I believe God wants to do something incredibly powerful in this place today. You know, I was reading something the other day and it says this, we don't go to church gatherings to just be inspired. We go for an impartation from heaven that will move us to change the world. If you walk out from church just being inspired and not revolutionized, Oh, my friends, you didn't really go to church. You attended a motivational seminar. And so I'm getting up today with a portion of scripture because as I've been on that front row, God has spoken to me of what he wants to say today. I want to be a church. I mean, anybody who preaches on this platform, we put endless hours upon hours upon hours into bringing what God says hours to bring the very finest, to bring you the very best. But we also know that in a moment when God says, bring this, we've got to bring it. Because you're part of a church that listens to the moving of the Holy Spirit. And something Barry's already spoken this morning and something that's going on in the worship and we're going to go back into worship. I could just be 10, 15 minutes and I'm okay with that. But I know that I have to bring this because it's for this moment in time that God is speaking. And I don't want us to go out just having had a great motivational talk. I want us to be transformed by heaven. I want us to have a heaven impact impartation into our lives today because once we have had a heavenly impartation and once we have encountered the presence of God in a fresh way and once we have had the power of God revealed to us in a greater way it changes everything it changes everything and there's been a thought going over in my head I wrote it when I got home last Sunday and it's this and it didn't even make sense to me because I thought actually it doesn't even make sense and it was this that today is the first day of the last day. And I'm like, what does that mean? And it's been going over and over in my mind all week. It is today is the first day of the last day. And I'm like, well, I, d- I didn't understand fully what it meant because I'm like, the first day of the last day, like it, contra- it completely contradicts itself. But we were in a prayer meeting the other night and God was showing me a couple of things. And one of the things he showed me was this, that when a snake sheds its skin, it slithers out of the skin. It walks, well, it doesn't walk, but it walks out of the skin and it leaves the skin behind. Now, when the snake is there, the skin doesn't go boom and falls off. The snake moves out of the skin. It moves out of the skin. And so this morning, as I've been on the front row, God's brought that back to me. And he's brought this, this, this line back to me, the first day of the last day. And God is saying to people in this room, you have woken up this morning. You have opened your eyes on the first day of your last day. It's the last day of something, something that you have felt constricted by, something you have felt trapped by, something you have felt smothered by. But God is saying this, it's going to be a process. 
And what's going to happen in the process as the snake comes out of the skin and leaves it behind? Today you are walking out of a situation. And as you walk out of that situation, you are going to see God in a greater way. Because we've had miracles where it's bang and it happens like that. And that's how God works. But I have seen God work in me in a process in a process. But here's the thing, at the beginning of the process, at the beginning of the moving out, when I know who God is, when I know who he is, that process is teaching me something. And so God is saying today, don't get discouraged if this next week, these next few weeks to come, you feel like it's not over. God is saying it is the first day of the last day because it is going to be a process and you are going to walk out of it. And so these scriptures that God's asked me to share, he wants you to know who you are. He wants you to know how he sees you. He wants you to know what he's already done for you because you're going to take this into your weeks because you have opened your eyes today to the first day of the last day of something. What is it that has a grip of you? What is it that you feel suffocated by? What is it that you feel like, I just feel like my life is dogged with this particular thing? God is saying today you have opened your eyes to the first day of the last day. And that thing is broken. And that thing is gone. And although you're in a process and you're walking it out, God wants you to know that it is already broken. When the snake sheds the skin, it's, that, it's the right time for that to happen. As it's slithering out the skin and as it's leaving it behind, it doesn't mean it's not already happened. It just means that there's a process that needs to happen in leaving these things behind. So I'm getting up in front of you today with some scripture and that's it. I have no notes for this, all right? <laughs> um, so we're going to start off in Isaiah 43. You might not even have the scriptures Um, I don't know how fast they managed to get things up at the back, but don't panic if you've not got them. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. Right at the outset, God has spoken from the moment this service started. And if if you've missed it, listen again. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you says... Are you listening? Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. God is saying to you today, do not be afraid. I have ransomed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. And in this process that you're going through at the moment, God wants you to know you are his Almighty God wants you to know that you are his. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. If we don't go any further, which we're going to, but if we don't, that is enough. Because when I grasped that, when I grasped that Creator God, Almighty God, called me by name and that I am His, 
That meant that whatever process I went through, at the beginning of that process, when God did the miracle, but I still needed to walk through stuff, and I still needed to come through stuff, because God was creating something in me, and giving me a strength that I needed for my life that was to come. I knew it was okay, because I was his. I was his. You can tell I'm in business. I put my glasses on. (laughs) For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours because you are precious to me. You are honored and I love you. There are some people in here and you do not feel worthy of honor. You don't feel worthy of honor because you know you and you know your failings and you know your faults. You know something, I know my failings and I know my faults and I know without Jesus, I'm not worthy of honor. But because of Jesus, I am. Because of Jesus, I am worthy of honor. Because of Jesus, I am a child of God. Because of Jesus, I'm 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 an heir to the kingdom. Because of Jesus, because of Jesus. And for those in here and you don't feel worthy of honor, God is saying to you today, You are honored and I love you. Do not be afraid for I am with you. I will gather your children from east and west. I will say to the north and the south, bring my sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth. Bring all who claim me as their God for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. Who have you got in your life that once believed but has walked away. Pray for them. God is saying, I am bringing your children back. I am bringing your children back. Those that once named my name, I created them for my glory and I am bringing them back. And so there are parents in here and your heart is aching for your children and God wants to say to you, I am bringing them back. I am bringing them back because you know something, one day my mum prayed for me because her heart was breaking and God God brought me back. Parents, God is bringing your children back because he created them and they are worthy of honor. Bring out the people who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. Gather the nations together. Assemble the peoples of the world. Which of their idols has ever foretold such things? I am telling you now, you can name the name of Allah. You can name the name of, my mind's gone blank, give me another name, Buddha. Thank you. You can name all these names and I will tell you, you might get a motivational speech, but you will not get life because none of these idols, no idols of footballers or anything like that can ever foretell you what is coming. Every page in the word of God will tell you what to expect, will tell you what to look for when the end, for the end times, will tell you what to do in difficulty no other idol can ever foretell such things which can predict what will happen tomorrow where are the witnesses of such predictions who can verify that they spoke the truth but you are my witnesses O Israel says the Lord you are my servant for I have chosen you have chosen to know me to believe in me and understand that I alone am God Do you remember when you chose to follow Jesus? Do you remember? Maybe in everything that's going on, you've forgotten the moment. 
grab hold of the moment. Grab hold of the moment, the moment when you knew. The moment when you knew. There is no other God, there never has been and there never will be. Whatever is trying to take the place of God in your life, there is nothing that can ever take the place of God. And all that needs to happen is the thing that's, that's placed itself there is you remove it and you fill it again. You fill that place again with God and his Holy Spirit. Ah, yes, I am the Lord and there is no other saviour. First I predicted your rescue. Then I saved you and proclaimed it to the world. No foreign God has ever done this. You are witnesses that I am the only God, says the Lord. If there is anybody in here that is turning to horoscopes, to mediums, to clairvoyants, to palm readers, to these people who do the angel cards, it is wrong. It is wrong. It is wrong. Gambling, anything like that, it is wrong. Your future, your hope, your certainty, your forgiveness, your salvation, your peace, your joy, every single thing is found in God who created you, in God who honors you. None of these other things honor you. They will dishonor you. They will disgrace you. They will bring you down. God says, you are mine. I have called you by name. You are mine. Don't risk going off the path to anything else. God says none of these things can ever predict your future. He says, I have saved you and I have proclaimed you to the world. You are witnesses that I am the only God, says the Lord. From eternity to eternity, I am God. No one can snatch anyone out of my hand. No one can undo what I have done. Almighty God, almighty God. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I know there's a lot of verses here, but this is God's plan, so don't switch off. Let's, let's keep listening. For your sakes... I will send an army against Babylon, forcing the Babylonians to flee in those ships they are so proud of. Do not fear who comes against you. That might be people you know, that might be debt, that might be addiction. I don't know what is facing you today. But it says, for your sakes, this is almighty God talking to us, for your sakes, I will send an army. I will send an army. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's creator and king. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. Something else God showed me the other night as we were in this prayer meeting was what happened with Moses when they went through the sea and the, the water parted and there was a path made through the sea and God showed me that he was holding the waters back and God spoke to me and he said, and I believe this is for other people, you don't need to be concerned of the things that are coming against you at this time because I am holding back the waters. You just got to walk in the path that I've made for you. You've just got to walk in the path. And God is saying to some people today, don't worry about the things that are coming against you. Don't be consumed by all of that because God wants you to see him like this. 
He's holding the waters back. And as you walk down that path, you may know that there's a shark in the water next to you, but God's saying, it's okay. I made the sharks. (laughs) I've got the sharks in hand, but I'm holding the waters back that you would walk on the path that I have created for you and you will not come to any harm. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses, and I drew them beneath the waves, and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. You know, it also says in Joshua that nobody will be able to stand in in front of you, blocking you, stopping you. Nobody will be able to stand. God will move situations and he will move people out the way and if they are still determined and those situations are still determined, God will deal with it. We spend our energy on trying to deal with everything that's going on and God's like, I've got it in hand. Just walk the path. Just walk the path. But forget all that. So God's saying, I've just told you how I see you. I've just told you everything I've done. I've told you how I've taken your enemies down. I've told you how I've presented you to the world once I rescued you and saved you. I've told you all that and then here. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. I have never come to a point in my life where I enter a new season and it's ever been worse than the last. Never. Never. You might think, Vicky, that is a bold statement to make. But I'm telling you, walk with him. Walk with him and you will never enter a season that is worse than the last. Because he takes us from glory unto glory, greater to greater, more power, more power. It's nothing, all the miracles you've already seen, it's nothing compared to what he's going to do. And God is asking us to focus on him today, not on our circumstances. Because this then goes on to say, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? You see, God can be doing something new in something that we perceive as a hardship. In something that we perceive as a difficulty. And because we perceive it that way. We can miss what God is doing in that time. As we, and that time is where we are walking. We are walking out and leaving something behind. And it feels like it's still attached to us. But you see, when the snake is shedding the skin, there's a time where it's half out and it's half in. But it doesn't mean that the, the skin isn't coming off. It doesn't mean that, the, that it's not already happened. It's just that the snake's having to move away from it. And I have no idea where I'm using the analogy of a snake. I hate snakes, so it's not like I have a pet one and I know all about them. I really don't, but this is the example that that I was given. But sometimes, because we feel like something's still attached to us, like the skin's still attached to us, we miss that fact that half of us is already out. Half of us is already out. It's like the age old saying, we see that the glass is half empty rather than the glass is half full. And I believe that whatever you're going through today, if you stop and you look, you will see the amazing powers of God. You will see God's faithfulness. You will see God's peace. You will see God's joy because when we look at that and we don't look at what we're moving away from, that's where we get everything we need 
for the process, for the process. Don't be downcast if you're in a process. God is doing something beautiful. He's doing something beautiful. He's doing something amazing. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. The wild animals in the fields will thank me. The jackals and owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in the dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. The worship team can start to get up just as a close. There are people in here and you feel like you're in a dry wasteland. And God is saying to you today, I am bringing a river. I am bringing a river. A river that is going to wash over you and a river that is going to refresh you so that on this journey that you are on, facing the things and the giants that you feel you've got to face, you will be refreshed and you will know your God. The most important thing is that you know God. That you know God in your season. That you know God in your storm. That you know God on the mountaintop. That you know God in the valley. That you know that you are steadfast, stood on him. Stood on the rock, Christ Jesus. God is saying to you today, I have called you and you are mine. I have presented you to the world. I have saved you. I've given you my son. There is a call on your life that you don't even know about yet. But today is the beginning because you have opened your eyes to the first day of the last day. And in this house today, it is broken in Jesus' name. In this house today, those things that have smothered you, those things that have suffocated you, those things that you have felt trapped by, maybe past things that have gone on, God is saying to you today that that there is a miracle in this house today. As we go back into this worship, there is a miracle in this house. Barry was spot on when he got up and he said, there are things holding people back. Me and Barry didn't know I was going to do this. I didn't know I was going to do it. There are things holding people back. But God is saying there is a miracle in this house today. I have done everything that you need. And now I'm holding the waters back for you to walk in the path. It says, I, yes, I alone will blot out your sins for, your own, for my own sake. I will never think of them again. There is nothing you have done that can keep you from the love of God. There is nothing that you are currently doing that can keep you from the love of God. Because when Jesus hung on the cross, it was finished. It was finished. Now it's about responding. It's about responding. Let's stand to our feet. We can sit in our seats or we can stand up with a sit in our seat mentality. Or we can stand up and we can worship him. We can stand up and we can declare, today I'm not leaving without my miracle. We can stand up and declare that my God is bigger than this situation. We can stand up and declare, I am worthy of honour. We can stand up and declare, I am called of God. We can stand and declare, He knows my name. We can stand and declare, Almighty God 
sees me. We can stand and declare, Almighty God has spoken to me. Parents, name your children as you worship. In between the lines of the songs, name your children. Whatever it is that is suffocating you, name it and say, in the name of Jesus, I break that oppression. In the name of Jesus, I break the hold that loneliness has on me. In the name of Jesus, whatever it is, use the name of Jesus. Pray for your marriages. Pray for your children. Pray for your finances. Pray for your health, whatever it is. In the name of Jesus, the miracle is in the house. The question is, are we in the house this morning? Because the miracle's already here. Amen.